It's lunchtime and the Brooklyn Cafe is open for business. Live from the Brooklyn Cafe studios, Dawn and Freddie S. and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought and take a front row seat at the Brooklyn Cafe and get ready to enjoy some humor and hot topics. It's time to get a healthy serving of hope and happiness to help your day go by with a smile. Your host, Dawn and Freddie S., are ready to talk about food, health, dating, or just plain dream making. If you have a story to share, or a movie review, restaurant critique, or just a coincidental thing that happened to you, call in free, 888-994-4995 right now. Sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the Brooklyn Cafe. Here are your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S. September 11th. Now to now of the year 2020, and while today is a day f- for remembering a great tragedy, it is unfortunate that we must still contemplate another tragedy of our times. Although in this case, one that was caused by nature, as opposed to the hatred of men. As we remember those who have lost their lives in such a horrible and meaningless way. We must also give gratitude to those men and women who are willing to sacrifice their time and strength to making the world at least a slightly better place, even at the cost of their own time and strength, as we now refer to them as essential workers. So join us once again in the remembrance of those who are gone, and in the appreciation of those who continue to make this world a brighter place. 9-11 was a scary and powerful moment. A lot of people died, the Twin Towers on fire and burning and crashing. And it was horrible what happened. There were videos of people jumping up buildings because they have no idea how to get out or escape. And people at the bottom were watching in awe and terror. So was the rest of the country. I think after that, people became more scared. More scared and more seeing a vomit towards others. Because what happened? I never I saw it on TV. I was like, "Whoa, what's going on in this world? The world becoming a dangerous, scary place." So, what do I remember from 9/11? Well, I was five when that happened. Me and my sister were in preschool, so my dad told my mom to go get us, and because she wanted us all together in one place. Um, but years later, when I was like nine or ten um my parents were watching this documentary that was made on 9-11 and i remember watching it and then it just kind of blowing my mind a little bit because i had no idea that like obviously in school we're taught about 9-11 um but it just that put the whole thing in better perspective to me i guess and it just it was kind of a scary moment i've got to say What do I remember from 9-11? I was 39 years of age. I was on a work site not too far from the buildings. And I saw the first plane hit. And I was saying, this has got to be a movie. Um, So we ran inside and the work crew came down. And then we saw the second one hit. And we knew that it wasn't a movie. It was just a nightmare. But it's funny because everything that happened that day was in slow motion. Everything. People were talking. Everything slowed down. And you couldn't even make the words out because it was just blinding the screams and the pain and 
what was going on and all the friends that I lost in those buildings, companies that I knew that were there, the restaurant that I had eaten tons of times up on the top of the World Trade Center, all gone. And I'll never forget, I had over 25 kids in the house because I was a coach in the day and I had to pick up a lot of fathers that went down there, a lot of moms that went down there, didn't come home and they were in my house and we didn't know what to do. And days after that, there was a plane that crashed a week later that was going to the Dominican Republic. The, I have friends in the water department says, don't drink the water. We felt like we were alone. We felt like we were being attacked. We felt like the end of the world was upon us. I'm never gonna forget 9-11, the friends that I lost, the lies that were lost, all of it. But the one thing that I do remember is that peace is achievable. Change is achievable. And if we stop hurting one another and we give that a chance, maybe, just maybe, 9-11 will be the turning point to a better future. And I'm just hoping that this message that we're putting together will symbolize that because, you know, we've shed enough tears. That's what those two lights symbolize for me. So that's what I remember 9-11. was the day honestly that everybody took a moment of silence i would say that because you know being that i was in primary school like they actually stopped the day around early morning and let us go to actually pay remembrance to the people that actually lost their lives on that day and for like majority of my friends at the time because i'm pretty sure i'm not friends with them now but my friends at the time they were crying because they did have people up in new york so I have to say 9-11 actually brought us to actually count our blessings because a lot of times we don't count our blessings and sometimes it's too late. So never forget 9-11. I remember when 9-11 happened, I just turned seven, I believe, and I didn't really know what happened. I remember our teacher wheeling in the TV on the little cart and we all watched it happen and we all kind of thought it was a movie and all of our parents picked us up and my mom picked up my sister and I and my older sisters came home well one of them did the other one was in Europe and she was calling us and I didn't really know what happened until years later about two years later I think when they made the monument to it um, I went to New York to visit family and I wanted to visit it and my aunt couldn't go near it. She wouldn't go anywhere near the site. She wouldn't go within like 10 blocks of it and I didn't understand why until my uncle had to sit me down and tell me that my aunt was in the second tower and she was thankfully on the bottom, one of the bottom floors and she was obviously able to get out and she's okay. And it was one of those things that I remember that I could have lost her because she's the aunt, I'm really close with her and I didn't even know it. And she had grabbed all as much as she could and she ran out and she still to this day can't go to the monument. The way I remember 9-11 was a tragic day. I remember specifically that I was in the first grade. I remember my class working on like a group project and we we're all just like coloring. And I remember my principal made an announcement stating, you know, what happened and I just remember vividly so clear that like all my classmates like the look on their face was just so sad and so heartbroken that I remember a few of them were crying I remember my teacher was freaking out I remember another teacher just walked in 
you know, and just talking to my teacher, telling her, like, she had to make a quick phone call to, like, watch over her classroom. And I just remember it was just a whole, whole day of, like, just feeling out of it. You felt like everything around you was just falling apart. And, you know, till this day, I still remember that memory so vividly like it was yesterday. Do I remember 9-11? I think back that I cannot believe it was 19 years ago and how young I was. I wasn't much older than our crew now. And I had just dropped my kids off at elementary school and I had gone to the gym. And we walked in and you saw, I got the chills, the plane hit one, you saw the plane hit two, and you realized life will never be the same. And we all ran, grabbed our kids. It was a half a day of school. Picked up the kids, went to lunch with some friends, the things that you will always remember and how it has impacted everyone forever, how their lives, how the next generation has always been impacted. Their life was never as simple as it, as it once was. But one of the most amazing things that came out of 9-11 is that everyone came together as a community, as a country, as a world and hung their flags on their car windows and came together in love and hope and faith. And as we go through what we're going through right now in 2020, it is only my greatest wish that everyone again can come together in faith and in hope, as I call this our Faithful Friday. And remember that we are all one and we all walk in peace and we all, all are who we are. And we should always stand strong together in love and faith and in hope. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Brooklyn Cafe. One of the saddest day in the history of this country on 9-11. Uh, and that was our tribute to that. Nice piece. Leaves me speechless. Leaves I watch speechless. this and I'm thinking I'm going to make myself cry. Well, that was good. You know, and the kids put that together and you you ended it better. I mean, I, I didn't know what to say to be. It was probably one of the few times in my life that I was speechless. I didn't know what to say. All that editing and all of those pieces go to our crew. They started work on that late last night, four o'clock in the morning. We were sent the first edit today. Slick finished it and they opened it with Hector. And if you don't know the animator, to hear his voice as a powerful open to that can only move you. And so thank you again. Thank you, thank you, thank you to our spectacular crew. And we remember, we remember the families. It is not just one person that has ever affected. It was the families, the country, the world and always in our hearts, and you will never forget. So today is our Faithful Friday, but it is also Vienne Social, so we must remember, and as you say, gotta have some fun and continue, because we have been blessed with life, and we continue to celebrate and remember, hopefully, in happiness, some of these lives that have passed. And there were other parts of this story, New York, of course, the buildings, <clears throat> but there were other pieces, you know, the, the Pentagon, and. And, uh, and the flight that was man, they, they, Pennsylvania, that they took over the plane and crashed the plane, as opposed to letting it go into its final destination, that nobody knows where it was going. But there are rumors. There are lots of rumors, but those courageous souls, the people that called on those planes to say goodbye and everything else, you will never be forgotten. Amazing. 
So we are here in tribute and it is Friday at the Brooklyn Cafe. So we got a lot of things lined up for today. Yes, all sorts of pieces. Never forgotten we're going to play different things. We have um, decided that we are now going to start our enlightenment tour. We are bringing all the restaurant friends, everybody in the community. Um, I remember the last show was Crazy Uncle Mike's and we are going to bring him back next week. But we have other friends. We have other foods. We have other high joy. We have other people who over the course of the five years have been on the show. And I just want to also say that the pieces on set today are simply outstanding. So these are pieces created by Mark Freeman and Vinny put this together and in my mind, I don't know what this represents to you, but I took one look at it and I said this is all about the light. And this is about the light we must shine and again the tribute to 9-11. And these two pieces, the piece behind me was my original, my OG piece that Mark let us use mm -hmm. when we first moved into our other studio. And it has traveled with us and traveled and by the grace of God Mark says please take it and hang it in your studio again. And then he brought this other one in the other day and that is texturized, that sunrise. And it's funny because Vinny was asking me yesterday, he goes from dawn to dusk, dusk to dawn, which is sunrise and which is sunset. So he put these pieces out here and they are truly amazing. Amazing. It lights it all up. Huh? So one of the things you got to love about what we get to do is create and share the art. Yes. And, and new clients and new friends and new people coming forward, a lot of new shows. And we've got Brenda Warren from the editor's desk joining us today. We've got Steve Gubb. Gubberum, we've got some special drinks coming to you from Slick's Saloon later today. Saloon. Oh, I yeah. think Jay and Janine from the Momentum Mindset are going to join us. We've but they're going to join us virtually? Today. Yes. Oh, you know, what a joke. I know. we got to get them in here. Uh, but I'm hoping that Cantor Sharon will be, in here, be here later for the Florida Love Show. And maybe she'll play a little bit on the piano. But a lot of things going on in our crew. I can't thank them enough. That piece was truly amazing. It stands alone. And I do want to post that. Um, as a special tribute to put that out on all of our pieces. And it will be done. So we've got Brenda Warren, so let's bring Brenda over. And I think Teddy has a taste test for us to do when Hello. they get Studio B. Happy Friday, Brenda. Happy Friday, y'all. How y'all doing? We are doing great. Look at her, the solutionist <laughs> is in the house. <laughs> I love the artwork. It's the perfect artwork for today. Thank Perfect you. Artwork. One day we're going to get you to the studio and you'll see this amazing space and our the crew comes around and they look around, they literally take art off the walls. They hang it mm -hmm. up and then they put it back and then they look around some more and they move pieces around, but it is truly a gift and a blessing. So much so that you inspire me every morning, but particularly today because you get up, you get out, you walk every morning, but today you stood still. Today I stood still. I stood means. still because I wanted to make sure people could hear the reflection I was having because of what happened 19 years ago today. I got up that morning. I had only been one year out of the Marine Corps. I had retired after 20 years of active service. I got up that morning to go work as a director of a hospital. I took a picture with my baby in the doorway and smiled. I was excited, I was happy, I was peaceful. But my only concern was preparing for an upcoming tropical storm because of what I did at the hospital. I made sure that everyone was safe. So I had my TV on. Who knew that at 8.46, I believe it was, that my world would change. And so would all of ours in the nation. 
and by 9.03, they had hit the next tower. Then 9.37, the Pentagon. And then what, 9.37, there's a plane crash in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. The anxiety level, the stress, the disbelief that they had hit us on our own soil. I wanted to re-up right then and there. What was it like? And now you're just a year out of military back then. And this was your this was your career at that point in time. What was right. it like for you as a layperson not being in the military? How did that feel for you coming out of the armed forces knowing that this happened on protected land? Well, the first thing is being uh, retired. The first thing you think of is all the troops that you left that are still there. That was my first concern. Are my people safe? Because I worked, my last assignment was the Pentagon. I knew the person that was sitting at the desk at the window where I had just left. I started making phone calls frantically to see if they were safe. I'm happy to say the person that was sitting in the desk I had just left uh, was scraped up, but they were alive but there were many others around her that were not. And what did that do going forward for you? Did it change your outlook? You have a baby now. First of all, I never wanted kids because I didn't want to bring a child into this world because I didn't, after all I had seen in the military traveling the world, the dishonor and disrespect of man towards man made me not want to be a mom. But then God blessed me with this beautiful little child. And now in, in an instant, any fear I had was even more magnified. Because what is the world I brought this little soul into that someone could take innocent people and run them into a building as if they didn't matter? And now you stand for those that are the voiceless. So now... That, along with many other things that I see, make me want to give the voiceless their voice. And getting close to 9-11, I felt myself getting anxious. I couldn't sleep. I, I reflected on how I deal with my anxiety, which is why I'm having the guests I'm having on today on the editor's desk. I realized that we have to lift our voices. We can't let history repeat itself. But mostly, I also know that we have to remember what happened on September 12th. On September 12th, everybody was flying their flag. On September 12th, it didn't matter if you were black, white, or indifferent. Every American came together because you were an American. And that's what we need right now. We need that sense of unity, that sense of love, that, that sense that no matter who you are, you matter. You know, it's amazing because yeah. I woke up this morning where that, that whole mindset, when I was in New York, it, it, it wasn't about skin color. It wasn't about man or woman. It wasn't about any of that. You know, it was about mm -hmm. we are all one under our flag. And, mm -hmm. you know, there was, a, there was an old saying that things have become, we are now have become the enemy of our enemy among mm -hmm. ourselves. And that's mm -hmm. the part that bothers me more than anything else because we yeah. are one nation. 
-hmm. They can be disagreements. They can be all this stuff, but the hate has got to stop. And got to stop. And if you don't understand why it's got to stop, man, all you have to do is to be there 19 years ago, downstairs, and watch what happens. When those buildings came down, and people were running for cover. Just the dirt, the soot, the bodies. The people, when they were jumping out of buildings, the noise they were making for coming down 50, 60, 70 floors. Like a I mean, the human body, when it explodes, it's, it is the most terrifying thing you could ever see in your life. <laughs> and that wasn't us on us. That was us being attacked by others, which is a whole different, and I get it, it's a whole different world. But it's a whole different about, It's a whole different world. But I think about what's going on right now is that we are all, we have always been one people under God, under one mm -hmm. nation. We got to get back to that. Oh. And we get back to it. We get back to it because of people like you and Dawn. Every day you get on the Brooklyn Cafe TV show and you promote positivity. You promote unity. You promote community. You reach out to people that may not be reached out by other folks. They resonate with your positivity, your generosity. Uh, the arts community is a large community and anybody that's in the art has to enjoy the Brooklyn Cafe because I love the artwork you do. If you love food, you have something for a foodie. If you just love people, you have such a diverse group of people in your studio. If you love to read, come on, for Stripper Gamble, Amy <laughs> Menti. If you want to get your drink on, come on, get that gubba rum. There is something for everybody. If you're a kid, you got the kids show. Everything our community needs is being, in a positive, is being presented on this show every single day. And then on top of that, you give people like me the opportunity to have their voice heard. It's going to take one person at a time, one positive message to just reach out and start that trickle effect where we create a safe environment for all of us to, like you said, we can disagree, but we don't have to be disagreeable. Exactly. That's a good point. Thank you so much, Brenda, for that. Tell us about your guest today on the editor's desk. My guest today is Jim Hendricks, and Jim and I have a lot in common. He's an engineer, and he is a coach, a speaker, and a strategist, and he's a fun person. And he's going to talk to us today about anxiety and depression because he uh, coaches high-level performers that are dealing with that. Because even people at the top of their game that the world thinks have it all going on has fears and anxiety that they hide because of the stigma of mental health issues often keeps them hiding in the shadows. I was one of those people. I was a director at a hospital, a Marine with 20 years of active service with suicidal thoughts, and I was scared to death to even utter those words. Because when I lose my position, who wants to listen to someone they think is a nutcase? Because that's what people think when they hear suicidal or whatever. Why would she want to take herself out? She has a husband, a child. She lives a fabulous life. But the truth is, no matter how fabulous your life is, all of us have to deal with our inner demons. Wow. Do you know, 
It's amazing you brought that up. The quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys came out yesterday. He lost his brother to suicide. And mm. since this whole epidemic has happened, he has had suicidal thoughts. Mm -hmm. He came out and he did an interview and he talked about exactly, exactly what you're saying. And he was afraid to ask for help because he's the quarterback of America's team. Whether you like the mm -hmm. Cowboys or not, they're America's team. That's what they've been known yep. for right. throughout the ages. Yep. And one of the announcers on ESPN came out, and his job is to make stupid noise. And he says he should be ashamed of himself being the quarterback of America's team and admitting that he has mental issues. I got to tell you, I know what's going to happen. They're going to ask for this man's resignation. I already know it. It's coming. But the strength to be able to come out and say exactly what you're saying, because a lot of people right now are going through that. And it's okay not to be, not to feel okay. Not that it's not okay. You are okay, but it's okay not to feel okay. And that's how we help everybody mm -hmm. that is in there. I also want to thank you for your service and that you're safe. Thank you. Because um, I saw a special um, with a company that was hired to put together a 3D um, script of Bin Laden's camp. Remember when the Marines and the went in the special forces went in there? There's mm -hmm. a company that put a camp together, a three-dimensional camp. And because of that, because the original mission, they lost a helicopter. Mm -hmm. They had to go to plan B. Mm -hmm. Because of that model that was built, they were able to get out of there alive. Right. And it was considered top secret. And they let it out today. The guy that put that together, they, they blacked him out so they couldn't see his face. Mm -hmm. They finally told him what he was working on. He never knew. Mm -hmm. Never knew. And because of that model, which they did independently because they knew where they were going, they had 24 hours to put it together. It was because of that model that the Marines came out alive and that whole thing. But again, to our armed forces in this country, and I'm going to tell you, the greatest in the world, bar none, mm -hmm. we are the greatest. We may not always pick our spots, but we are still the greatest. Men and women that do what you do, and for you to come out here and to admit to what you admit, that just, in my eyes, it just changes everything about you to me because it takes a whole lot of strength to just say and do what you just did. Well, Freddie, I will tell you, you and Dawn have given me a voice. And I live in the now, no opportunity wasted. And I understand the weight of being silent. See, because I've kept my mouth closed, there are people that haven't sought help. But in the short time I've been at the editor's desk, I've gotten people tell me I'm getting help now. I'm taking my medication now. How dare I be silent when there are those that need to know that no matter what you face, no matter what people may think of you, some of us have to begin to speak out so other of us, others of us can know that they can. I don't care what people think of me anymore. I was so living in fear about what people were gonna say or think. I'm delivered from people. I'm going to scream to the rooftop. I will not be another unnecessary silent, and I'm going to prevent as many of them as I can. Amen to that. Amen. Wow. What a gift. Just to get one phone call from someone that says, you know what, Brenda? You made a difference, and I'm here to let you know. Makes you go to sleep every Priceless. morning. Priceless. Priceless. And the angel on your shoulder? That's, oh, here she is. 
That's my uh, reminder angel. It reminds me who I am, whose I am, and that my mother, grandmother, grandfather are watching me from heaven. You are so unbelievable. I want people to know more than the editor's desk, more than the solutionist, you help people. This is what you do. How do people contact you? What is your ideal client who you can help? It's someone that's ready for a change. I'm no longer babysitting people. That was my downfall. That's why I never charged before because I just kept on helping people. But then I had to realize that sometimes the best way to help people is to be honest and hold them accountable. So when people call me, if they don't want it for real and they're not ready for a change, they might as well save the phone call because we're going to go to boot camp. Tough. Boot camp, baby. But she's right. You know, you just got to wake up and know you matter. Your voice matters. Everyone. You and I have talked about this for how many years? That's right. No one should ever tell anyone their voice doesn't matter. And we are always here. Everyone's Mm -hmm. voice matters. And truth never lies. No, sir, it does not. Transparency, and did I say transparency? Because you got to be honest to yourself before anybody will drink the Kool-Aid, and then you can be honest with them. And you got to be able to handle truth. You can hear people tell you what they think, but can you Mm -hmm. take truth? That was a big discussion that we had during the week. And I just got to say that you matter. Everybody matters. And it's exactly, you are my gift today on 9-11. Because it's exactly what we, we were talking about today. We just need... One soul at a time, just to wake up and say, you know something, we are all in this together. We are all, and I get the Black Lives Matter movement, I get it. But mm-hmm. we want to we celebrate all lives matter. I think that we should all come together, especially today. Put your arms down, put your differences down. Change. Absolutely. Give me 24 hours, and then you can go back at it. Just, you know, just do away with the hate for one day, man. I mean, is that a, is that a lot to ask? Amen. It's not, Freddie, but you know what? It comes down to what I've been talking about all week. Are you either interested in peace or are you committed? There you go. If you're interested, you just do hmm, the status quo. But when you get committed, you will do whatever it takes to ensure that this nation is one nation and not a divided nation. There you go. They spoken like a Marine. Brenda, you are so amazing. <laughs> and we are so honored that you host the editor's desk for us. This is going on your second month now. Your guests are amazing. Your interviews always bring it. What you have done for Amy Minty and reading her books, you have lit her up. She hosted with me last Friday when (laughs) Freddie was on vacation, which was amazing and so many voices. But what I would like to do, I'm going to put more on your plate. I would love to do a segment with your son or you do a segment with your son. Because he is in a community and of an age demographic right now that is under so much stress and anxiety. Yes, by it sheer is. By your age alone, what these kids are facing, that I would okay. like to hear from from him. So okay, we'll we will do that. We Just let us know forward. when you want to, and we'll be happy to do that. And can I mention something for Freddie? Because you've been talking about this the past few days. The ketchup and mayonnaise. <laughs> I make that almost every other day. I put it on my salads. Been doing that since I was little. Isn't that the best? It's the absolute best. Fried bologna. Don't put it in a microwave. Fry that thing in a pan with some butter. Throw some cheese on it. And yes, chocolate and cheese, Freddie, the bomb. The bomb. I'm sorry, Freddie. I don't like the Pop-Tarts. 
But everything else you eat, you and I can eat together. We could have a good time. Listen, when you come down to Florida, this is your home. You make sure you come here because we won't let you. Absolutely. Leave. We won't let you go back home. I wouldn't so. come to Florida without coming to see you guys. Well, Brandy. you ain't leaving. When you get down here, we ain't leaving you out. Brenda, you're amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much. Brenda Warren, The Solution is tuned in today at 2.30 on Ant Media Productions at the editor's desk. See what she's got going on. And if you've got a book, if you are a book author and you want a book read, reach out to Brenda because yeah, she send is it to me. unbelievable. Them. Have a great <laughs> afternoon. Thank you so much for Y'all joining too. us. Y'all too. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Stay safe. Bye-bye. We'll Be blessed. Bit. You as well. Unbelievable. She's amazing. She's, she is. She's a, she's a blessing. She always has been. You know, when we first met her, I said, wow, this lady does things differently. Now, what segment are you going to jump into? Right now, we're going to go to commercial break. But when before we, we do, I want to do something. Okay, before we go to commercial break, when we yeah, come where's, back, where's, Teddy has a piece for us that we want to, we're going to do when we get back from break. All right, so where's Joy? Joy, come here. I want you to grab a mic, and I want you to tell me where you were uh, in September 11, 19 years ago. Where were you? going to figure out what mic she's got. You're going to figure out the number? A1. 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 She's on one. A1. I want you to look in that camera. Where were you uh, 19 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, 19 years ago, I was with my ex-husband, uh, husband at the time. And uh, actually, no, we weren't married yet. We got married in December. So I remember waking up. We didn't have a TV at the time. We didn't choose to because we we're doing a lot of studying. So we saw it on the computer. And it was almost like it was unbelievable to see that happen in this country. Uh, it was just, for me, it was devastating because to have such, you know, uh, freedom in this country and, and protection, you feel so secure here. And to have something like something that you see in a movie like 2000, was it 2012, I think it was, that movie, 2020? the one that had like the end of the world and everything was getting destroyed and it's, it was just really scary. And, and you were in Florida? I was here, yes. And my family isn't, I don't have any family members in New York, but I have actually a friend that was just, she just left. Uh, she was working in the Twin Towers and she left, I think, just like a year. And she had a cousin that she lost there, so... It was quite devastating for, for me and my ex-husband. We were, when, when we saw it, we just immediately stopped and prayed and kept praying for everybody that was involved there. So what we can do. Not easy. You know, it's funny because in New York, we thought that we were on an island. And we didn't realize that people in Florida, California, all mm -hmm. over the world, and all we saw for 24 hours was us. Um, and everybody was afraid that we were being invaded and everybody and, you know and I, I haven't even reached out to my to, to Freddie more than Gio um, which they were in the front of the house and were crying they were kids Freddie was 11 and they were crying and I didn't know what to say I had a bunch of kids there from I had to pick up mm -hmm. kids from mom and dad who were racing down there and I told Michelle to get home and she was having a hard time getting on the highway because they shut all that down she had to come down locally uh, and I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do with the kids. I didn't know the, everything shut down. The pizza, they were giving out pizza free in the corner. I sent them to bring food for the kids. I had no idea of what to do. And we thought we were alone until I got phone calls from Puerto Rico. I started getting calls. 
from uh, Florida, from Connecticut, mm -hmm. from all over the world. I got it, getting phone calls of people who knew people, wondering if we were okay. Uh, and that was the most loneliest 24 hours of my life. And I had everybody around me, but I just felt like, wow, where is everybody? We, were in the we saw the military planes flying overhead. What mm -hmm. a scary thought that is. I got to tell you something. When they want to put on a threat of power, they shook the buildings on purpose because mm -hmm. they thought there were people in the city that were going to infiltrate the electrical grid, the power mm -hmm. grid, and they wanted a military. There were tanks in Manhattan, like the movie. I'll never forget that. I had to go through Checkpoint Charlie's because I had an eye appointment like two weeks later, and the military was still there. And everybody was upset at that this happened. Then the movies and all this thing that came out explaining mm -hmm. how we had hints and things of that nature, what was going on, and the disappointment that we did not, we did not take action against those hints. The little boy who now is a young man, did you see this? He took his father's hat, who he lost in the trade center, he took the badge off, and he gave it to President Bush. Tough. It's tough. All that. Tough. Which is forget. why we have the backdrop that we have today. It's about the light. And Mark Freeman, you are amazing and a blessing. And these pieces behind us, I will tell you, they are for sale. This one is absolutely my favorite. And Mark has many mm. pieces like this about the light and nature and the sunset and the ocean. And they are all unbelievable. And you can find all of his artwork. It's Marion Friedman. And we can get you, Marion Freeman, I'm sorry, all of that information. But yes, everything you always see behind us on our set is always for sale. And Mark has been a friend of ours for a long time. Yes. Always upbeat. He always creates from his home studio. And many of his pieces are for sale on Etsy as well. So we can get you that information. We're going to go to commercial break. And when we come back, I think Teddy has a taste test for us. There's some pizza, you guys, from the best pizza in Boca Raton, Pizza District, our friend Nico. We've got some pizza. Slick got his pineapple top pizza, so we're going to see how that is. We got a cauliflower goat cheese pizza there located on 18th Street and Powerline Road in Boca Raton. Truly the most incredible people, staff, Pizza District. Nico's going to be joining us next week as well. Let's take a quick commercial break. Let us know how you remember 9-11, <coughs> and we'll be right back. We are on fire. So let's spread your business like a wildfire. Spotlight your business, ideas, and events through our Brooklyn Cafe TV channel on Amazon Fire. Contact us at 888-224-5422 for more information. Let the whole town, even the whole country, know your message with a click of a button. Together, we ignite. At Carmen Care Advanced Laser Therapy, our professional team specializes in finding the best alternative laser therapy treatments for your painful conditions. Do you suffer with chronic pain, a post-traumatic injury, or simply looking for the benefits of cell rejuvenation to the skin? Schedule a consultation today to understand how photobiomodulation can help reduce your symptoms, reduce or even eliminate pain. Give us a call today, 561 561- 
405-9577. We focus on treating you who has a disease, not a disease that defines who you are. Contact Carmen Care Laser Therapy today, 561-405-9577 or CarmenCareLaser.com. Pizza District is the official pizzeria of the Brooklyn Cafe Show. They have amazing deals, great food, and an even better customer connection. Their owner, Nico, runs the friendliest and cleanest pizzeria for miles around. With their pizza made with whole wheat, gluten-free, cauliflower crust, and traditional New York style, you can't go wrong. Plus all the extras like salad and chicken wings. They are a family-run business with a great atmosphere. Call today to order your pizza and tell them the Brooklyn Cafe sent you at 561-961-4163. That's 561-961-4163 for Pizza District, the official pizzeria of the Brooklyn Cafe Show. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. Out for food. We're always reaching out for food. It's Friday at the Brooklyn Cafe. Why is it that happens? We're always reaching out for food. Oh, thank you, Mark. He says this piece is mine. But he's got many more. And yes, Mark Freeman, Marion Freeman, these are unbelievable. Teddy has a great segment. We're doing some taste testing, and we've been kicked out of the kitchen today because she's been arranging and cleaning and but doing. But I'm eating pizza. I don't know what we got cooking, but we're going to find out. But I'm eating pizza. Slick, the piece you put together in tribute to 9-11. Unbelievable. Really, really a spectacular piece. And from the bottom of my heart, here's the bad news for you, though. We now know what you were capable of doing. <laughs> so, that's not bad news. That's not. Yeah, I mean, no it kind of does raise the bar. No, it kinda no more sitting in Studio B, babe. Wow. I know. You we know, things, Studio B, Studio B is. You know, you got you guys said it was like my. It was like my home. You know. Teddy said she misses Studio B too. Studio B is like the testing ground, and then we move <laughs> you guys out of Studio B. That's like your test kitchen. And then we see what you can really do. I you didn't have nothing to do with that. That yeah. wasn't me. So I was on practice squad, and then you guys seen that I can throw, like, bullets and, you know, you, deep passes. Those, what do you call them? Home runs or home runs, fly I, balls, whatever you're throwing. I have no idea what you're talking fly about. Fly balls. And now you see me. Now you guys want to start you know me. It's Teddy okay. You know told me yesterday? She kind of misses being in Studio B where it was quiet I do. and it was comfortable. It's nice. People don't come in and bother It's you. like an oasis <laughs> in Studio B, to be honest. <laughs> It's she calm and relaxing. Yes, studio B is like your test kitchen. You notice Chenzo is now in Studio A. Hey, you are yeah. now on the floor here editing. Mm-hmm. But that piece, I know you were up all night at 4.30. I got your first edit. In what the hell were you doing up at 4.30? Okay, first of all, my night ended at 8 o'clock, guys. It ended at 8 o'clock. Yeah, it ended at 8 o'clock, 8-ish, because I had to watch, like, I'll say the first quarter of the, the game, and then I'm like, I don't want to watch it anymore. And then I woke up at 12, and I thought I sent it over to you guys, but I never finished it. So basically, it was still on deck to be finished, and um, at that time, that's when Hector—if you guys heard Hector on the first part of that piece—that's when Hector sent um, me his voicer, and I'm like, "This is perfect." Hector did a and then it just that. came. That was all just amazing. <laughs> I cannot wait to post that for it. It does stand alone. So nice mm-hmm. job. No more problem. We got yeah. more pieces for you to do. More to come. All right, Teddy. What do we got going on here? You gotta give Teddy a mic. What are we doing? 
I don't know. We're, you and I are eating pizza from Pizza Maybe District while we're more. getting ready. Oops. This is the, the goat cheese. This is cauliflower with artichoke and goat cheese, which is amazing. And cauliflower crust. You've got regular. Pizza District pineapple. is located where? 18th pineapple. Street and Powerline Road. Pineapple pizza? Pineapple pizza is nice. Well, what you have pineapple is the best. Yeah, mm -hmm. pineapple on mine. I had pineapple on the cheese. Pineapple too. Really? How was that? Amazing. Very refreshing. Of course. And where's my Doritos? Are we having Doritos put on the pizza? We don't put Doritos on chips, okay? You have to put Doritos. Let's see what Teddy's got for us for a taste test. <laughs> so I took inspiration from another podcast where I have six different new flavors of Oreos for you guys. <laughs> Because you that's all what? I could find on short notice. Wait, um, you got what? Six Oreos. new flavors Six of Oreos. Oreo flavors. And I was going to, I was like, Don's going to kill me, but it's all I could find that <laughs> wasn't. Like, really? <laughs> you take one bite, <laughs> the cream. So what are we supposed to taste? What are we supposed so to? I'm going to give you each one Oreo, and I want you to rate it on a scale of one to ten and try and guess what flavor it is. All right. That is my. All right. And I have enough for everyone here, too, if they want to try. So this is one for each of you guys. Okay. Mmm. Smell it. Smell it, lick it, taste it. Looks like peanut butter. How do you eat your Oreo? See, it is so indicative of personalities. I always twist and eat the cream first. That was stupid of me. Did. Taste it. <laughs> Maple syrup. Do you want another one? Oh. Maple syrup? You're probably right. Maple syrup. Freddie? Maple syrup, yeah. <laughs> so you take you buy your Oreo. I always Yeah, I've turn always it twisted and it. Open it. I always twist it and then open it up that way. Maple syrup. Alright. And what are you guys' ratings on them from one to ten? I don't know how much you eat Oreos, but I eat them a lot. Eleven. Oh, this, that is delicious. You like maple syrup? Oh my god! I'm in maple syrup heaven. Yeah. I think I'm like a. I'll have this with pancakes. This is nice. Oh, with pancakes. <laughs> yeah. Like a three. On four. the side, yeah. Like I have the syrup on the pancakes, and I have this. Oh on my the side. god, that's delicious. <laughs> is that what this it was? Is nice. Yeah. Let me have the plate back. I'll bring you guys the next one. Because I'm trying to save plates. All right, the next two. We're being very eco-friendly here. We're being cheap. No, we're being no. eco-friendly. 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 This time I'm going to do it correctly. What's the correct way to eat an Oreo? Um, twist it. You twist it. Do you get twist the yours? Out. Yeah, get the filling out. And then you eat the cookie. I would think. You have a mic slick? Yeah. Oh, sorry. You twist it, and then you get the filling out, and then you eat it. Because there's no milk around, fudge? so I can't really dunk it. This is fudge. Like a chocolate fudge. Imagine putting the maple syrup cream with the fudge cream. That'd be kind of good. <laughs> I like the fudge. I think the fudge and coffee, I'd give it like a nine. What do you think? Hmm? 13. 13. 13. 13 out of 10? <laughs> it's chocolate marshmallow. Oh. So. I don't know if I got the marshmallow on that one, but yeah, it's delicious, I must say. How many new flavored Oreos are there? Oh, uh, there's a lot. This was just some of the ones that Target had. What do you think? It's all right. I th I'll give it uh, a solid seven. Hmm. I think it's cinnamon. <laughs> They're numbered. Cinnamon. I can't believe Oreos has this many flavors. I can't believe I'm getting. It. I can't believe I'm getting even fat even off Oreos right now. Really? Well, that's cinnamon. Oh, I like that. 
I'm going to tell you something. Don't you look at me and say that while I'm eating. Because yes. <laughs> I'm going to show you. I am Houdini. You see it now? Oh, I, think, now I, think right. I think it's cinnamon. Mm -hmm. Cinnamon? It is carrot cake. Okay, carrot cake. All right. No, it has yeah, a little bit of a creamy. Cake. It does have that, yeah. What are you guys' ratings for that one? I'll say 10 because I like carrot cake. Oh, my okay. God. That's a 14. Really? I'm a, it's I'm out of 10. It's a scale of 10. 10. How do you add the these? <laughs> I'm, I'm more of a fan of the chocolate, I think, so Roll far. 10, 9, 8. That's a 10. <laughs> okay. All right, we're halfway through. We've gone through three of them. I'm going to tell you. I am a, a carrot cake I monster. I love carrot cake even on a bed of nails. How do you like the Publix carrot cakes, Freddie? The Publix carrot cake and me have a relationship. Jeez, got a lot <laughs> they make it and I eat it. <laughs> All right. Ooh, I like this one already. This smells like peanut butter. Peanut butter. Oh, it is. Don't you hate it when the cream goes in the wrong hand? It's like you take the wrong top off. Peanut butter. It has to go. Wrong peanut butter. Do you even taste them? <laughs> Do you even taste what Just, you eat? Like chipmunk it in your cheek. A 10. The ten. peanut butter, I gotta give a 10. This one is, this one's good. Another 10. Another 10. My taste buds are in the side of my mouth. You need something to cleanse your palate. You need like that, that intermezzo. What? You know the sherbet that cleanses your palate in no. between? Or you smell coffee? I have pizza. Wow, that is really good. The pizza's what gonna cleanse your palate. What an after taste. Well, you know, the best picture would be a before and after picture of my plate versus Freddie. <laughs> I'm gonna look at these Oreos, though. Yeah, that one was just normal peanut butter. This is coconut? Look who's in the house. Who's in the house? How are you, buddy? That's the limo man. Oh, okay. Like, I don't recognize him. He's wearing a shield and a mask and long Come sleeves. Come sit. Coffee. What is this one? This might take a two-biter. Huh. Coffee? I don't know what this one is like. Did you try this one? Coffee mocha. Mocha, maybe. Flick, did you get this one? No, I didn't try it yet. I'm trying to. Coconut. Yeah, it's a mocha. It's a mocha? Did Vinny get all of these? It's a mocha, yeah. And I have them over there for anyone. What are you guys' ratings for this one? That one? Before I tell you what it is, I'll say a nine. A nine? I don't even know what flavor it is. It's like a mocha, like a coffee. Six? Like a coffee. Six. Uh, the peanut butter so far is my go-to. Okay. That one was caramel coconut, actually. Who got the coconut? Slick, wow. you got the coconut. You know what, Slick, that might go, ni go nicely with your gubba, your gubba right. coconut and pineapple. That yeah. might be the, oh! <gasps> and let's do an Oreo pairing with gubba rum drinks. That we can do fun. that, yeah. Can we do that? We're, you know how they and do we got Perry. We, listen, I'm going to have to go see the diabetic doctor. <laughs> you stop eating Freddie, <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to eat them all. Look at that. Oh, this is a combination. Ooh, I think I'm going to like this one. I smell peanut butter also. He's on board right now, bro. That means I got to take a bite of them together. This is peanut butter and chocolate. This is sugar overload right now. This is the last one, I promise. Mm. Peanut butter and chocolate. It tastes like a, or like a Reese's. Like a Reese's. What's your rating on it? 11. Yeah, 10 for sure. Oh my God. <laughs> Don't look at me. Yeah, that one is chocolate <laughs> peanut butter pie. <laughs> what is what? this one? Chocolate peanut butter pie. Oh. Chocolate peanut butter pie. Wow. 
So for anyone keeping track, that means that you guys' favorite was the peanut butter, followed by a chocolate peanut butter pie and carrot cake in third. Yeah. All right, we should do a rating. Let's do this on our Instagram story. Of course. The ratings of our Oreo taste test, and now we need to pair it. Steve Gubb, if you're watching early, Gubb a rum pairing with Oreos. And we can pair with Amy Mincy's book. You know what we could probably do? You know how they crush martini glasses with different things? Mm -hmm. I bet we could crush some of these Oreos. And put it a uh, Slick Saloon, we can make a chocolate Oreo martini. I'm all in. So we crush we, the Oreos, and mm -hmm. we, we take our glass, and we do the top. We can and we do that. we make a martini with crushed Oreos on top. My chocolate espresso martini with Oreos. We can do that. I'm in. I dream big is all I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a waste of Oreos, martini. It's not a waste of, of Oreos. <laughs> it's just another way to eat Oreos. We got DJ Man in the house. What's going on? How are you doing? Slick, like, I don't think you've ever met. First time. He's I looking. Was, he doesn't recognize Oreos, me. I'm just you know Dawn. Yeah, I know. Oh, you're looking at me like you don't nah, recognize I like me. Just talking to him. Oh, I am always talking was. to Slick. <laughs> Teddy, that was a nice segment. Thank you. She was working very hard on that back there. Oh. <laughs> He's still eating. Have some pizza to absorb the sugar. I haven't taken the sugar. Out. <laughs> the last time we now. met you was at the boxing ring. Yeah, that was probably like what, four months ago. Oh my longer? gosh, that was a lot longer. Probably that was like a year. a year ago. It's been that long? Oh, wow. It has been, we've been doing this since March. We've been here since November, so. Yeah, it's been a while. It's at been at least a year with Mama Lee. Mm -hmm. Right? Long oh. time ago. So tell us, what are you up to? What's going on? Um, I'm talking to his mic. Talking to that. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, um, I just launched my business, so I just got my vehicle for hires, got everything going so now i'm full pledged palm beach county vehicle for hire company um full with the limousine um, added a second limousine to my company so now i have two full stretch are they outside no i didn't bring them today i told them not to bring them because i wanted to talk to them about putting a campaign together now how far silly question how far do you, does your services go i mean will you take people to tampa yeah, I take someone to Tampa. As long as I pick them up in Palm Beach County, I'm good to go. So I could do a round trip, drop them off in Tampa, or pick them back up from Tampa if they're a resident of Palm Beach County. So they just have to be a resident of Palm Beach County? Yeah. Okay. You also drive down to the Keys, right? Yeah. Anywhere in South Florida. <laughs> Can you imagine being in a limo last weekend or Sunday, Monday? I was, in a li I was in a car for 10 hours coming <laughs> back from the Keys. Wow, 10 uh, hours? Yeah, on the five-mile bridge. On the seven-mile bridge. Seven-mile bridge. I got it just got longer. It's a long, got long bridge. It's, a long bridge. <laughs> it's shorter. <laughs> it's now seven miles. When I went, it was five. No, I'm kidding. It's <laughs> 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 Eddie has too many Oreos. That's she's, all I can she's tell cookie, you. She's cookie delirious. <laughs> Actually, I came up with a ferry. If I could take 100 cars on a ferry into Miami from the Keys, I'll make a fortune. Yeah. That bridge thing is for the birds. <laughs> but you do. You take people down and you pick them up? Yeah, I take them down, drop them off for the week or whatever, how long, however long they want to stay, and then come back and get them. That sounds nice. I mean, it's a nice way. Also, if you want to, on a Friday night, you want to go out and you want to drink, you know, have a little entertainment, and you want to drink, we'll have it with the places starting to open again. They're going to have the bars open by next week, I heard. Or what about a ride to nowhere? Right, you can stay safe in the comfort of your own limousine with your own significant other 
And maybe another couple. Six feet. six feet apart. You're socially distanced. You can take another couple in the car with you and have your own event on the road and not have can to go anywhere. Can you have four people in the limo and still be socially distant? Yeah. Really? How do you like that? Kind of lonely. <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, it's a limo. You can have four people in the limo and not go anywhere. You can just, you can even stop and the get takeout. The purpose of the limo is to have space. I feel like, I mean. I have an idea, Slip. You have space, space. you know. Slip. You have space in the limo. Yeah, what's going on? And ask in our new segment. What? What? Our new segment. Digit City. Yeah. Digit City in the limo. Yes, he fits into those modes. That's this is why I told him to come today. Because you told me about the Abbey. We're talking about Digit City. Um, I got to get over this. Social distancing in a limo. limo. <clears throat> when I went in limo, we partied in the limo. Yeah. We didn't stay apart. Mm-hmm. But I guess you can. It's an you option. Can. It's an option. Yeah. It's a workaround should you need one. Well, and University of Miami, so other schools are going to bring back the graduation mm-hmm. for the kids that did not have it when oh, the epidemic okay. hit. And I wanted, you, I wanted to talk to you about that because as this is getting closer, people are going to need limos to do it right. So yes. uh, even though that happened and they didn't graduate, they're going to do it again, and actually the kids are going to walk, you should be very, very busy. You may need more than two cars, to tell you that much, yeah. um, because of what's coming. So hopefully we're trying to get the businesses to get going. Bars will be open next week. Yeah, I know I'm a mess. <laughs> Cookie crumbs and... He's got water on your legs, cookie crumbs, pizza crumbs. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, but it's all part of getting the businesses back in tune, getting people to do the things um, that they used to do differently. And I'm sure that people use your cars, you, you sanitize the cars after use and all that. Yeah, for every, um, every person in the car, when they get out, I always sanitize it. Spray it down, wipe it down. And what's the name of the company? Uh, hey, Mr. DJ Limousine. Okay. You're still going to keep that name? Yeah, because I'm doing, I'm actually doing a lot of good stuff with the DJ stuff too, so. Oh, so you're DJ for hire as well yeah. as the limo service? You as got well two as things going on? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So, yeah, I'm doing a lot of different stuff right now. All right, stay hey, tuned. Hey, Mr. DJ. You get, have time to stick around for a few minutes? Yeah. All right, because when we come back, we got Slick Saloon is opening up. We've got Gubba Rum joining us, and I think, you know what? People can take their Gubba into the Hey Mr. DJ Saloon limo. We can pair that with Digit City. We can pair it with Dear Abby and have a whole lot of fun as we go into a Friday. I'm full. You're, doing, you're full. Again. Because I'm Oreos. Wait, when we go to commercial break, I'm going to take a picture of Freddie's plate. What the hell is that? My plate. And you ate your cookies. No. You put them on the plate? No. This is my, my plate after a taste test. But how in the world? Wait, wait. And this is Freddie's plate after a taste test. <laughs> but, but, but where's your taste test? I tasted. I didn't eat them. Don't say vacuum. Let me see your plate. <laughs> what? Let me see your plate. <laughs> wait, Teddy, here's our picture. Taste test city. I'm not going to lie to you. I did finish my Oreos. You guys are hilarious. All right, we're going to go to commercial break. Let me come back. Technical and difficulty. The saloon is open. Teddy, you're helping Slick today? Yeah. All right, Slick Saloon. Teddy's helping him out today. We've got Gubba Rum. Hey, Mr. DJ in the house.
Steve Gubb is joining us on the call. And as always, a solemn day for 9-11. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Introducing Black Tie Liquors, your one-stop shop for wine and spirit needs. Whether you're looking for an ice-cold pack of summer brews or just to grab your favorite bottle of scotch whiskey, Black Tie Liquors has you covered. Come choose from a wide selection of beers, wines, spirits, or liqueurs. Or if you're in the mood, feel free to grab one of our fresh cigars. Stop by Black Tie Liquors today, located on 5970 South Jog Road, Lake Worth, Florida. Or give them a call at 561-968-0988. If a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? Have you ever felt that your voice goes unheard? And you think that you can make a difference if only someone would just listen. It's time for women in business to have a place to step into your power. A platform to embrace your hopes, dreams, and your visions. A voice to heal and restore. Your voice can make a difference. We have the platform to share your story and let your voice be heard. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself the chance to be heard and shine bright. Contact New Dawn Media by texting CAFE to 80800. That's C-A-F-E to 80800. As the coronavirus pandemic continues to run its course, Paramount Property Maintenance is offering the community a helping hand. Introducing the COVID-19 Action Disinfecting Plan, a one-of-a-kind procedure that will effectively clean and disinfect your business or place of residence. Paramount Property Maintenance has years of experience in dealing with biological contaminants, and their methods are proven to be more reliable and more extensive than any janitorial or cleaning service in South Florida. The COVID-19 Action Procedure features the use of hospital-grade disinfectant recommended by the CDC, as well as a highly trained sanitation team that will make sure every surface in the room receives proper treatment. Contact Paramount Property Maintenance today at 305-761-8191 to make your home or workplace COVID-19 free. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. Ding, 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 ding. And we're back to the Brooklyn Cafe Show. You are hilarious. The crew's getting everything set up for Slick Saloon. We debuted it last week. We got to iron out a few of the kinks, but today... He forgot his hat, kink number two. But we're rocking and rolling. We've got, hey, Mr. DJ joining us. And I know you wanted to talk about a few things while you're enjoying your dis your pizza district pizza. I'm trying how it you, with pineapple. How do you like that flavor? Quite pass. Really? Not, never again. Steve is on. Interesting. Never again. Pineapple well, should be drank, not eaten. Well, we can take care. <laughs> he said thank you. Quite <laughs> pass. Maybe you agree. I'd rather have Doritos on my pizza. I wonder how Oreos would taste on your pizza. Mm -hmm. Doritos. It's pizza sacrilegious. Next week we'll be doing a Dor Dorito taste testing. Okay. 
You want to do that? There's new flavors of Lay's maybe. We could do that too. Really? No. There's a lot of new flavors of Lay's. Yeah, people are posting it all over the internet. I know. I'm a little full is all I can tell you. And I, I wanted to, to let people know, you know, <clears throat> anniversaries, um, graduations coming back, yeah. the things that you missed during the last seven months or eight months, whatever it is, and you want to reenact it because, you know, even though the clock stops, it doesn't mean that you can't. There are restaurants that Hey Mr. DJ is hooked up with. If you want to do it right, you want to take a date, a kid's birthday, child, a graduation, give Hey Mr. DJ a call, and he has packages for you um, here in Boca. Are you in Boca? Palm Beach County. Or Palm Beach County. Um, he has packages because we want to bring businesses back. We want to bring it safely back. But you shouldn't miss out on the entertainment part. Like when you graduate, when I graduated, I had a limo take me to NYU. That isn't true. I was on the train. I had a limo afterwards to go to City Island. I'm going to find out because I, I told you Aaron's graduation, his walking ceremony was moved to middle of December. So it might be a nice way to get my parents down there. Yes. Is what I'm thinking. That's a, that's, a, that's a good point. Because with grandparents and graduation and social distancing, you can drop them off at the door. They can enjoy graduation and then you pick them up. There's no parking. You're not worried about handicapped spots, whether they're going to get there in time, dealing with Miami traffic. All of that. And you don't want nice to go day. and have a couple of drinks and drive. Don't drink here and driving. Call Mr. DJ here. Hey, hey Mr. DJ. DJ. What's your phone number? Uh, it's 561-418-9929. Do that again. 561-418-9929. Hey, Mr. DJ, a longtime friend of the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Well, stay, stay seated because we've got Steve Gubb joining us from Gubba Rum. We're going to bring him over because I think that Sometimes people want a little bit of drink in the limo while they're enjoying. They're not driving, you're driving. And can you serve them? Um, I could supply it for them. Okay. Um, but it's self-serve. It's self-serve, but you can, we can supply it. And maybe they have a bottle of Gubba Silver or a bottle of Gubba Gold. Yeah. And a limousine waiting for them. Anything you want to order, from rums to rockers to champagne. And just ahead of time, he makes just it let them available. Know. Absolutely. And it's part of the deal, yeah, absolutely. All right, Vinny, let's bring Steve over when we see him, and then we'll set up a three, and we'll set up a four, because Teddy and Slicker, I don't even know what they're creating. Our kids are very creative today, Freddie. To me, it looks like a freaking frat over there. How you doing, Steve? I'm doing great, Don. Hi, Freddie. How are you? I love your hat today. Well, that's because we are at Saloon. Slick. Slick Saloon. I don't know what they're doing over there, but next week... I have horses that are going to be in studio. Horses? Yes, because it is a saloon. A saloon is the wild, wild west. That's true, Freddie. You know, if you recall, if you recall in any western movie, the horses usually were tied up outside the saloon, not inside. Work with me, Steve. I can only be on the inside. <laughs> we bring, our horses drink with us. They will be around, slick, around the table. Right. Wait till you see next week what I'm doing. So, Steve, we have an idea. We had an Oreo taste testing a half yes. hour ago. And we've decided, this was my after plate of my Oreos. We did six Oreo tastings. We're going to do a Gubba Rum Oreo pairing is what we're going to do. Because some flavors, I think, would go quite well with different Gubba Rum drinks. There's a coconut, which I think would go beautifully with the Gubba Silver. We're going to make the Espresso Gubba Rum Gubba Gold Martini with Oreo crushed on the rim next week. 
So we've got a lot Ooh. of ideas, right? Does that sound good? That sounds delicious. I know. <laughs> I love that. So I'm thinking we're going to do like an Oreo, forget the fine wine and steak. We're going Brooklyn Cafe style. We're going Oreos and Gubba Rum. I think it's great. Don, Don, that works for me all day long. Oreos and <laughs> just about anything works for me all day long. Oreos um, and Gubba Gold or Gubba Silver. You can't go wrong either way. It sounds great. And uh, it's calorie free, so how can you go wrong? Especially when you eat at Freddy's <laughs> Way. It, you don't even see it anymore. It's like it was non-existent. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little confused. When they tell you to taste an Oreo, you eat it, don't you? You eat the whole Oreo. Who's going to take a bite of an Oreo and put it down? So here, here's, <laughs> here's the question. When you eat an Oreo, do you bite it, do you eat it, or do you twist it and eat the cream? Oh, I always, I always, open, I always take it apart and eat one half and then the other half because psychologically I feel like I'm having two when I'm only, in fact, having one. And instead of weighing a lot, I weigh a reasonable amount. That's okay. And if you eat it standing up, it doesn't count. So, so I always twist it. And I, for <laughs> I forgot actually this is a thing until I sat down and we got the Oreos and I twisted my like habit and Freddie popped it in his <clears throat> mouth and we went and what flavor was that? He said, oh, I was supposed to taste Sit it. Sit on the sofa there because I want to ask Joy. Joy is our health guru. Take that mic over there. There's one over there. On the couch? And I wanted to ask because Joy says the the um, the Oreo in itself is not a healthy treat. And I can see because it has a lot so, of sugar. But what if you only eat the middle and eat the cracker? Is it okay? <laughs> Oreo is very bad for right, you. But that's enough. <laughs> Killer Mike, anyway. I was going to say, Brian, what do you think she's going to say? I thought she would have said, absolutely. You have two shots of gava. You have the filling, and it's all of the vitamins you need. Well, it's Bernay Social, and you should see what they've got going over there. I don't know what they're making, Steve. I'd have, I'd rather have one of them like, than an Oreo. Tell us what's happening with Gubba. <laughs> uh, well, we've just been, uh, Gubba Rum is now has the official, we're officially certified by the American Medical Association as a purely medicinal substance that everybody should take once a day. We recommend that highly. Uh, we recommend it also in limousines, but not uh, in, in the front seat, only in the back. Uh, <laughs> there you well, go. We, in, fa in, fa in fact, we've had a little bit of good news in that uh, I was talking to some, one of my reps down in, in New Orleans today, just a couple hours ago. And New Louisiana is now entering what they're calling phase three. They're going from one, two, three to four. And uh, we're hoping to arrange, start to be able to arrange tastings again uh, in, uh, if not in the city, because the mayor is being real tough down there, but uh, outside New Orleans in Metairie, just to the west, at a big supermarket that's very well known called Dornax. Uh, in, in the very near future, that's, that would be a great step forward. Uh, I'm also actually doing a tasting just south of Boston this afternoon at a liquor store called Palumbo's. Uh, we'll do another one in two weeks at a liquor store called Blanchard's, again, south of Boston in Brockton, Massachusetts. Uh, so things are starting to loosen up just a bit. Uh, it's, it's, that, it's a good thing because, frankly, the people at the, the while well, the liquor stores are doing okay and they're actually doing pretty well, it's the bars and the restaurants, specifically the bars. They are suffering mightily. Um, it's... Uh, 
inconsistent that the bars can't open, but for example, in Massachusetts, our governor said arcades can now open. Well, someone's going to explain that to me, and I like to think I'm not the dullest knife in the drawer, but perhaps I am. Uh, as long as things are consistent, I don't have a problem with it, more or less. But when these things are inconsistent, it's really too bad. And again, I hate. People are out of work, people are suffering, they can't pay their bills, and they need all the help they can get as long as it's uh, healthy and reasonable for the population. That's, that's the fact. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enlighten you a little bit. Arcade, the reason they're opening those is like the movie theaters and the bowling alleys. The bowling alley is a bigger question. What happens is when you drink, you have a tendency of you got to remove the mask to do it, and it doesn't make it back up. And that's their biggest fear. They will open everything if we continue to, to apply the mask and stay safe. The problem is when you drink, you become huggy-huggy. And when you become huggy-huggy, you're gonna have a different problem. Now, I went to the Keys, and I'm gonna tell you something. 98 to 99% of everybody in the Keys was wearing a mask. Even at the bars, we're wearing masks. Of course, when they go in and they drink, they take it down right. and they put it back up. Yep. The police department on the corner handing out masks. And they were wearing them. So if you didn't have one or you forgot one, the cops gave you one, I was shocked. And the numbers are coming down, whether it's true, whatever, whatever. But I got a phone call yesterday. We are going to phase three next week. The bars will be open the census wants the bars open because of what you just said. There's too much hurt going on right now, and we got to find a way of doing it. Now, you should see the bars, they learned the lesson from the last time. They got all these dividers. They're going to be more strict. Otherwise, they're going to get shut down again. So they're going to be smarter this time. Serve it correctly and correctly to stay open. Things get out of hand. You're going to have a problem no matter where you are. Whether it's here or New Orleans, yeah, it's 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 very difficult. I, I, I you mentioned uh, how uh, everybody in the Keys was wearing a mask. I'm a I'm a bicycle fan and a, and a bicycle racing fan. And right now, the Tour de France is is ongoing. There are thousands of people along the race route uh, in France, and they do these different routes every day for three weeks. Everybody is amazingly wearing masks. Yeah. Incredible. They are really doing it. Um, and God bless them for doing it. Uh, it's a big deal. That, you know, we don't make, we're, this isn't a bike, bicycle racing country necessarily, uh, but it's a big deal in France. It's a huge turnout, literally thousands and thousands of people. They're all abiding by the mask rule. They're doing it. Uh, and it's and it's working. They're being they're successfully putting on this event. It's terrific. Everyone's learning a new workaround. But I have to tell you, we have to send this over to Slick Saloon because they're working really it's hard. Saloon, is the saloon open yet? Yeah. The saloon's Get open. Get some microphone. All right, Vinny. Technical can we put up, We're going to ask Vinny if we Achenzo if we can put up a. Let's trio. go through a tree. Let's go to a three. Is it a tree or a three? Tree. Tree. A tree, like you go outside. And <laughs> it's just like, oh, and there we have it. And I finally made it. I finally yeah. made my first scarlet you with the gu with with gubless silver. Oh, 
What is this? This is a blue Hawaiian. I'm saving Scarlett for last, but this is the blue Hawaiian. A blue Hawaiian. This is made with gubba silver, pineapple juice, and a cherry on the top. With um, didn't we put grenadine in? No, that one is blue carrots. Little grenadine at the bottom, right? So we're gonna have to work the camera for that. Okay, vodka and gubba silver is in here with the cherry on top. This is a blue Hawaiian. Tell us the recipe again because it looks delicious. Recipe? What? Yeah, yeah. Because she had. <laughs> so for a blue Hawaiian, we did a blue curacao. We did three fourths of an ounce of vodka, three fourths of an ounce of gubba rum silver to get that coconut in there. Some pineapple juice. Nope, don't put me on camera. Stay on slick. Uh, and we topped it off with some cherries. Oh, a mixture of of the silver, silver. some vodka, blue curacao, and a cherry on top. And some pineapple juice. Get that little tropical tiki Where's mix the in there. Oh, there it goes. Okay, so what it? do we call? Yeah, what do we call this? <laughs> this one is a blue Hawaiian. A blue Hawaiian. This is a blue Hawaiian. Hmm. So you get that little patriotism in there. So yeah, if I do this, I'm going to start doing the hula hula. Hey, we actually hula. wanted a tribute to be sensitive to 9/11 and coming together as a country. So we were thinking of color themes. So this is our blue color theme. We have thought so you're this through. So you're going to do a blue, white, and a red drink. Yes, we definitely. Is that what we're doing? Yes. Well, we have a blue, a red, and a white, and a red. red and a white. Yeah. Joy, do you want this one, or do you want to wait for the other two this that are coming? A, and what is this one, you guys? Yes. I'll taste the blue one. I have the... We need to taste, we got to put them on a little taste yes. test. The chocolate. The little chocolate. Put in a little cup. I'll go. This is a Mary Pinkford. This is made with, this is made with the gubba silver, with two ounces of pineapple juice, one tablespoon of grenadine, and a cherry to make it spicy. Oh, if you and what the hell is this called? A Mary Pinkford. This Mink Mary Pinkford. Really? Yes. It has an actual name. He's reading it. It's, it you know, <laughs> and I know, because I did not know who Mary Pickford was. Steve Gubb, I bet you do. Mary Pickford was a famous a uh, actress in silent films and, and in the, once the talkie started in the 30s. Very famous actress from 100 years ago. And that's called the Mary Pickford. So we've had our blue drink. That? We have our... Pink, a red drink, and now we've got a pink? Yes, this is what I would call Scarlet, but it's called the Nevada. I call this one Scarlet because this is an actual, you know, a Scarlet, Scarlet. red. And it's actually a Nevada, and it's made with one and a half ounces of the Gubba Silver, the Gubba Rum, and grapefruit juice, one ounce of lime juice, two tablespoons of sugar, and that's a... And a lime. I mean, we were supposed to add. A lime. It was a dash of bitters, and we used uh, some gren or some maraschino cherry juice instead of the lime because so I don't have lime limes. Wedge, I'm just gonna rename it, so it's called the Scarlet. Now it's called the Scarlet. I love the color theme that you all have going. Awesome. Just so you know, we have Thank thought you. all of this through in honor of September 11th, but yet we still needed to have our Gubba Rum segment. How do you like this one, the Blue Hawaiian? I haven't tasted it yet. You have to taste the Blue Hawaiian. I think they, they want shot glasses on. Oh, are you? All right. Yeah. Freddie, you're going to love this one. He is. He this definitely one? is. I look at my dress. You try that one. He's always hesitant on oh, things wow, I give him, good. Steve. He's always I, hesitant. Slick. Blue Hawaiian. Slick, I trust you implicitly. Thank you. He always, he's always hesitant on the things I say no, that's good. Not, not, not for nothing, um, <laughs> Steve. You don't, Steve, you don't trust him implicitly at all. I can tell you, I actually get to double fist two gubba rum drinks. I need, and look, it matches my dress. Like, who oh, knew? This is really freaking good. Yeah. A donut. We tried our best. Don, we're good. 
Don, I'm going to make you into a poster for Gubba Rum. One drink in each hand and a big smile. Double fizz. I know. Where's our photographer, Pierre? Pierre. we got to get a picture of this. <laughs> picture of this. Steve Gubb. Which one you like better? This was, I think I like the grapefruit one. The American No, the other one. The, the Nevada, a.k.a. Scarlet. Now, I wanted to Amy ask Nancy, you. Here is your new Scarlet. Yes. Steve, I wanted to ask you, do you know if Vegas is open? Vegas is uh, not, it's, it's open, but uh, I, I don't know what's the word, barely. It's really, ba Vegas is really struggling. Hawaii is really struggling. The governor out there just extended a uh, shutdown order until at least October 1st, if not, and it may go longer. They are, the, the, there's a... I mean, it's getting to be a little bit crazy, and what I mean by that is there is, uh, I believe they're starting a recall movement out in Florida to recall the governor. I also was told this morning that I think there's going to be a recall notice, a recall effort for the governor of Louisiana because of these shutdown orders. People, it's, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm out working in Massachusetts, believe it or not, uh, I'm deemed essential because I serve liquor in the liquor stores, which are deemed essential. Uh, you folks, you're, you've been doing your show. You've got a ton of things going on, and they're incredibly helpful. Um, we're very fortunate because we're working. And I, as I said before, uh, this is a real problem. We talk about the issues of the virus. There are substantial other issues the mental health, health issues that I think you've certainly discussed on your show, uh, suicides, which are becoming more and more of a problem uh, because people don't know what to do. They don't know where to turn. It is, although we have it pretty good, others don't, and we can't ever lose sight of that fact, especially on a day like today. True. Absolutely. We've been very fortunate very blessed that We've been able to share all of the information. If you think back to seven months ago, six months ago, the information that we were able to, sh we started sharing out, and now to be able to start talking about openings and doing things and limo services and, of course, gubba rum and having some fun even in the most solemn times as we pay tribute and memory. And this is all done truly out of our hearts. And you guys did a fantastic job. I have to tell you, this Hawaiian one with the cherries is definitely like a weekend poolside drink. Yeah. The Mary Pickford. <laughs> Just saying. This one, the My Martini Glass, is much more Digit City worthy, is all I can tell you, Slick. The Scarlet definitely pairs well with for Stripper Gamble and Digit City. And the limo, I'm just telling you, you want to try it? And Yes, and this one is seven days a week with a straw, any time of the day, especially from 11 o'clock till 11 o'clock, till 11 o'clock. We're going to try this one. We'll trade? We're going to trade. <laughs> you know, that's, after I said that, she takes away my... I'll give it back. That's, that's a great endorsement, Freddie. Thank you. That one is delicious. My goodness gracious. This is a nice weekend one also. It's very tropical. Wow. Hey, Slick, I think what we can do is you pour at the end of the... Great. When you're just about done making a blue Hawaiian, pour, that's when you pour a little grenadine into the glass... And we'll call it a Hawaiian sunrise. And I bet we could get Mark Freeman to paint that for you. <laughs> oh, this is, I'm going to definitely is add that. I'm going to definitely add that. Grapefruit. And All I have right. to tell you, <laughs> actually, our friend next door, Israel, brought over some fresh grapefruit juice this morning. Yeah. And that is what this was he made. He read our mind. Now, before we keep going, I, you know, Steve, I want 
I want to say, first of all, I want to say thank you for, for working with us and, and, and continuing to work with us in one of the worst times in the history of our country. And I also want to take this time to applaud, and I will make you a promise. When we are at, my, at the amphitheater in Meisner, because this is my dream, and we're going to be doing our shows from there, and we're going to be taking care of business, because it's going to come back. Gubba, I've made you a promise. I'm going to bring Gubba forward. Now that the stores are coming, I'm inviting all our friends of five years, every restaurant we know, every Frito stand that we know, every hot dog stand that we know, I'm going to bring them in here. I mean, may even drive them in here with the limo service to get them here to say, listen, it's time to open up the doors. You're going to do it clean. You're going to do it safe. But I want to thank you for sticking with us, hanging in there. I know it's been tough. It's been lean, but better days are about to happen. Well, Freddie and Dawn, I, 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 I want to thank you because you have been nothing but gracious uh to me and i mean nothing but gracious you have done everything you've said you're going to do you have been extremely nice to me you've permitted me to invite some of my customers and friends onto the show to promote their businesses when they need it most uh and i am more grateful than you can know for those things i really am and i mean that sincerely Truly and where's pleasure. Monty? Where's Monty? Where Actually, is Monty? next week. Do we have Padrinas joining us next week? Padrinas coming next week, yes. What we'll do, let's do this. Let's get, uh, I'm thrilled that Padrino's uh, Cuban restaurant is going to be on next week. Let's get Monty back the week after that. Then I've got a couple of other folks that I'd love to have you have on the show, if it's okay with you, Absolutely. and it would be great. Absolutely. Absolutely, because it's time. We're going to do something called the Enlightened Tour. We want We don't want to do business to business. We want to get back on the road when they get going, hopefully by next month. We're going to take our show on the road. I want to have some Gubba signage around us. We want to introduce the bars and places that we're going to be going to, the restaurants and doing shows. Introduce them to Gubba. Have you with us remotely because this whole setup here is a remote setup. We're in-house because we had to be. Well, last week we talked about going to Gatsby, so that, I think that would be a lot of fun. He invited us. I know the owner's shoot there. Yeah, that'd be great. Steve would love to have you. We have a lot of fun. We did a, we did a, not only just talk about the pinball on Atlantic Avenue, we did a show at the Pinball Museum on Atlantic. It was about this okay. big. I was, back? I was, I was, yeah, yeah, I figured you would. I was so squished. It was unbelievable. We're trading back. <laughs> that's, that's good stuff. She won. Is, so even pinball, but it doesn't make a difference where we go. But I want people to understand that we want to include all the openings, everybody. If you're watching us and you have a business or you know somebody who has a business, contact us. We want to give you a kickstart, let you know you're open. I'm talking to Mike. Mike has gotten busy. I'm glad. All of a sudden, Mike says, this is crazy. This is what's going on, Freddie, which is what we want. I want to do also the, 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 uh, the places that have like pizzas, smaller stuff, everybody. I would like to take a limo down to 18th Street just to pick up pizza because you know something, it's like a liberation. You're getting liberated. You've been locked away. Now it's time to safely go out and do what you got to go do. Absolutely. Before we go to commercial break, Slick, you're going to take us out with a commercial spot for yes. Cover Rub. And this what do you go? segment of, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This segment has been brought to you by Gubba Rum, guys. 
I'm very biased when it comes to Gubba Rum, but I love both of them. But I always pick the silver Gubba Rum. It's wicked smooth, and it's naturally infused. So Gubba Rum, try it, and stay tuned for some more Brooklyn Cafe TV show. Welcome to your vacation staycation. And what better way to kick back than to blend up a sweet pina colada, a smooth mojito, or just a nice stiff rum and coke. If you want true relaxation and enjoyment, then you want Gubba Rum. Gubba Rum is a unique rum infusion. Gubba Silver Rum is infused with real shredded coconut. And Gubba Rum Gold is infused with real shredded vanilla bean. Both are made with certified organic ingredients. Each infused Gubba Rum is 35% ABV, 70 proof, and as we say in Boston, wicked smooth. So if you're looking for the best combination of taste, smoothness, quality, and price, your clear choice is Gubba Rum. If you want that wicked smooth taste for yourself or your vacation, staycation, visit GubbaRum.com to find your closest liquor store that carries Gubba Rum Gold and Gubba Rum Silver. Gubba Rum, it's wicked smooth. Healing Moments Wellness Boutique specializes in integrating scientific and ancient therapies to relieve physical, emotional, and psychological distress. Through the power of touch, coaching, and meditation, clients experience pain relief, relaxation, healing, and detoxification. Contact Healing Moments Wellness Boutique at 561-931-2187 and experience Boca Raton's Healing Haven. Enjoy the benefits of an individualized treatment plan to help find your feelings of peace, complete balance, and wellness. Call Healing Moments today, 561-931-2187, and be rejuvenated. AM2TV and WNN Money Talk Radio have been in conjoint business for 10 years. They have been working around the clock, nonstop, to promote over 500 shows and businesses reaching all over South Florida. With added platforms such as social media live streaming, podcasts, and the specialty of live radio, it has never been easier to get your voice heard by millions of listeners. To amplify your impact and start your show today, contact Amp2TV at 866-224-5422. That's 866-224-5422. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. And we're back. Hey, Mazatov, look what showed up. Is it the audio piece? That's the audio piece. Hey, Teddy, we got a gift. What's today? It's only the 11th. They told, they told us we not until the, the 21st. We, we got the, um, the, the new audio ringer. spot. Yeah. Oh, the bell ringer. Yes. Audio spot. Audio box. All right, we're going to cut you off. Audio box. Well, I just got this, and I wanted to share this information. 855.va.women. It's a women veterans call center. For anyone that is in need of help or assistance, uh, calling all women who have served in the United States military. If you need help or any services... They're here to help. You can give them a call or text them. 1-855-829-6636. And this just came over to us from Brenda Warren, reaching out to all women who have served in the military. Have you served or if you are still serving, if you need help, 
all of this information is this available is for, to you. This is for vets only? Female. Female vets? Female vets, yep. Okay, what's the number? 855-829-6636. Okay. Women Veterans, it's a call thank center. Thank you, Brenda. So there's always someone here to help. And we will put this out as well, Brenda. Thank you so much. Nice segment, huh? How you feeling? I'm looking at this table laughing, going, wow, what a Friday is all I can tell you. Teddy, spectacular job. You and Slick, truly, we talked about doing something September 11th in style to commemorate the United States and all of those families and lives. And we wanted to do it in a way that paid tribute, not, not to make light of it. And you guys did it. Great blue drinks, great. I got to tell you, the grapefruit one, the Nevada, I'm all in. The Mary Pickford, I like that also. Your blue one, that is the blue Hawaiian. If we just put some grenadine on it, you're good to go. Don't even take your sugar today, all I can tell you. An extra dose of something. A little more water is what you need from Healing Moments to flush all of this through your body that we've had today. This has ice. That's water. <laughs> what a great day to celebrate. I'm actually excited because it is 1.30 and we have Janine Davis joining us from the Momentum oh, Mindset Show. And I was she, wondering, Janine who? And Janine is on our VMix. I don't know if we're waiting for Jay, but let's bring Janine over. And when Jay comes over, we're going to bring him over as well. And there she is. Hello, beautiful. Hi. Hi, Jay's trying to get on, but get on, but we keep, he keeps on freezing. We're experiencing some technical difficulties. That's, you know why? I'm going to tell you why, because you should be here <laughs> playing the piano that we tuned, singing a song, because they're a group. You guys sing? Whoa, what do I have? You know what happens? I think they're each using the same code. Jay and Peter are calling them on the same number. Same number. That's why. Okay. We'll send so. them two different codes. Here, Teddy, here's the codes. Um, we'll fix that up a little bit. You need their phone numbers? All right, I'm going to give them my phone, and we're going to text them. Bring them. You got them back? I think I'm back, but we're okay. still waiting on Jay. Yeah, because he, he, you're using the same number. Well, him, I used the him. one that came for me. Yes, we're going, and give, we're going to give him another number. What number are you on? I'm on uh, the one ending in 015. All right, I'm He's coming in here. Come in here. I'm going to give Jay another number, but I'm so excited that you're joining us because we have not seen you in a long time. In a very long time. We, we've been commingling germs as we work room. anyway. You guys are kidding me, right? You're in the same freaking office. You got to be kidding me. You're trying to keep it corona friendly. They're hilarious. I am so glad you guys are joining us, and I love it. Two weeks in a row, we got smiles on their faces. Last week, I saw them light up with these smiles. And as a producer of the Momentum Mindset Show, I have to tell you, on a Friday at 5.30, it is always nice to see Jay and Janine smiling. <laughs> it's a welcome change from the crying or the fit. Nothing's changed. Their level of insanity has gone up. So exactly. Everything's fine. <laughs> Our tolerance for crazy has, you know, expanded. Are amazing. So today we're paying tribute to 9/11, and I couldn't think of a better fitting yeah. way to end our Aww. show than with your momentum mindset. Mindset. How do we? How do you continue? to go on, even when you face adversity. And Jay, many people know your story, many don't. But you now have now totally transformed so much in your life and with Janine by your side and the, and the law firm to keep going. The best sister a man can ask for. <laughs> totally, totally the best sidekick a man could ever ask for is Janine Davis. There is no doubt about that whatsoever. <laughs> but, yeah, wow, I, what, I, what I, uh... you share? 
Yeah, I, I was thinking about this a, a bit, and I was thinking about how pain is necessary in, in our lives to affect change. Uh, and unfor unfortunately, a lot of us don't uh, throw, uh, throw caution to the wind. In other words, like, you have to get to a place of, of pain in, in, in your life to, to really affect some monumental change. Well, I think that it goes, it, speaking to your point, it's also taking that pain and instead of making yourself the biggest victim on the planet because you've experienced pain, it's also knowing when you've had enough and leveraging that pain to sort of create the momentum, which is really what you've done, right? Because you could have carried on with the pain doing the same, but you didn't. So I think that that's a really uh, pivotal thing. And no, distinction. You know, I, I think about 9 11 a lot. I, I think about yeah. all the families that lost uh, uh, family members. They have people that well, their, their lives will never be the same again. And then I also think now, going almost 20 years later, is there any good that came from all of this? And I think that if you search just a little bit, you start to see a little bit of that good. I mean, even in some of the stories that you hear about of people running into those buildings. Um, you, you get that sense of the human spirit. Uh, my, my dad shared a story with me one time and said that firemen don't run into burning buildings because they're insane. They, they, they do that because they value human life so much. Right. And that's really the beautiful story uh, that I take out of some of these tragedies is, is the heroism that happens right after, how people come together as a real family. How New York is not the same. I mean, uh, Freddie you know, it, it's it's not the same New York. Uh, people are really nice to each other. I mean, it, it, there's a different atmosphere in, in New York, at least the way that I've experienced it since 9-11. But the thought of moving on is an important thought. It's an, it's an important topic. How do you move on when something like this happens? How do you carry on? And in these moments, I think we also, as humans, find our greatest strengths within us, not necessarily just looking at the, the news stories, but also each one of us had to heal from 9-11. Most yes. people don't talk about that, but I was in law school at the time, and everybody was starting to watch the TV, and I, would, and I watched the, the buildings come down, and everybody in that room has gone through, over the last 20 years, their own process of healing from that moment and learning from that moment and learning who they really were in that moment. And when you discover those things in these times of pain, in these times of pain, they become assets. I think about my own struggle, the things that I went through are now the assets that I have in my life. That I tell my story about nearly losing my life and then being able to heal myself with doctors and with therapy and with a number of other treatments. Uh, it, it's taught me a lot about who I am and what I've been through, because if I can go through all that, then think about what I can accomplish. Yeah, and it's bringing the, also the, the context of loss yeah. into what are you going to do with the, that pain, right? So it's the transformation of the pain, it, and it becomes, you get to choose what you do and how you honor that loss and how you honor. So I, for coming from having lost people close to me, not in 9-11, but just in general, the most important people in my life, uh, one of them has, has gone to their rest. And I think many times in those moments of grief, 
it's not just pain for the sake of pain. In other words, how am I living my life in such a way that I am now honoring this person, honoring the love, honoring the contribution that they were to me, and carrying on a different spirit about me because I am better for having been loved by them. So I can focus on the grief only all the time, and sometimes the waves of grief um, still pound me. But when I'm in my best and highest self and I'm really present to the gift that that has been, that experience has been in my life, I then shift into what does my life look like as an honoring to that person? And I would say that to anybody. You could choose that our lives are not just about pain and it's about what are you going to do with that pain? How are you going to use that pain to level up? to live larger, to love greater, to expand who you are as a person. And we talk a lot in the momentum mindset here about focus. If you want to focus on the tragedy, it's always going to be a tragedy, right? In the context of transformation, the shift is into the perspective of what was the good that came out? How can I see the good in this? Uh, not discounting what happened and, and right. how criminal it was and all the other things. That, there is a time for that, but there's a time also for the shift into what did we learn about ourselves? What did I learn about myself? And what, how can I use that going forward to make this a better place for all my brothers and sisters? And that's the, if, if focusing on that, what good came from all of this, the, the transformation of our, of our security systems and, and, and uh, how our law enforcement uh, has been able to prevent tragedies like this from happening on a large scale, uh, is something to be very proud of. Uh, That's why I'm so glad that you joined us because you, you've been through so much with us. It's been almost two years, I think. It's well, about a year and a half, maybe two yeah. years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and almost two years, yeah. So much transformation, and there's good and the bad that happens in life, and there's good and bad that happens in business, and people pass, and jobs you know businesses go south businesses go north finances as i see through your eyes all the time are round and my parents always said money is round one day yes one day no and you guys always show up every friday for the good and the bad and you tell everyone you never just go on social media and go everything's great in this beautiful you know world of rainbow and unicorns you truly tell the truth on a good week, on a bad week, and how you keep going, and you always show up. And that is one of the most amazing things and why I love you both so much, is you always show up and you inspire. We had Brenda Warren on earlier, just one. She now hosts the editor's desk with us. And now people call her and say, because of you giving me a voice, I'm gonna get mental health support, and I'm not gonna take it wow. the route. And, and I That's chills. amazing. And that's why, and I push you guys, and we push you to show up every Friday, even when you're busy, because if you can help one person, if you can make that difference for one person for five minutes to keep them going, that's why we're here. That is what this is all about. Agreed. Agreed. And Jay, yeah. I love the fact that you're back to playing the piano and creating music, because I got to tell you, honestly, I miss you playing in church every Sunday. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I, I swear that's one of the things that... Talk about this time with the quarantine and different things has allowed us, I think, also to 
look at certain uh, blessings in our life that we've experienced that we may have taken for granted. Like how many times did I begrudge having to get up early on a Sunday to go sing in the choir? I did actually several times. And now I'm like, man, I can't wait to get back to the choir and listening to Jay play every Sunday. It was such an honor. And, you know, just the whole thing. It's like the small things that made our, our lives or make our lives really beautiful and special so yeah so i got some news of course oh yes 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 <laughs> so i uh i'm getting married on november the 21st congratulations what year <laughs> you know i wish you hadn't said that because the last time you announced that you were doing something special the pandemic. We went into lockdown. <laughs> and if I get an earthquake now, I swear I'm going to hunt you down. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What happened? I just thought I'm so sorry. What? The last time you guys made an announcement in Jay's life, the pandemic broke out. Yeah. If you get an earthquake this time, because he just announced the 21st, he's got, listen, congratulations. Thank Best you. I know, isn't that awesome? That's fantastic. Yeah, it's good news. It's good and if news. you need so a limo, Jay, let me know. <laughs> I, 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 I certainly will. Jay used to ex travel by limo exclusively at a point in time in his life. I used to represent a limousine company and they provided me drivers wherever I went for about two months. <laughs> wow. I, think I think I got it, you know. I think they're no longer taking his car. I want to hear, okay. your, I wanna hear <laughs> your limo stories. Um, no, no, I just, I had the opportunity to have someone pick me up. I mean, it was part of the, the barter trade that we were doing for the, for some of the legal services and, and they offered me the, the car service and it was a really, I mean, if you have the means, I highly recommend it. <laughs> Do you know, in New York, a friend of mine, Tony, had a limo service. I drove for him for six months. I had uh -huh. New York to Atlantic City run. Uh, was, wow. That must have been a lot of fun. Oh, I can tell stories. I used to go to the supermarket in the limo, put the, the ex-wife in the back with the kids, because I was in that car all the time. And my goodness gracious, the stories in limo driving are unlike anything else on the planet. Are you getting married in Florida? Yes, in Coconut Grove. Very nice. Congratulations. So it's, it's starting small right now. However, I understand that the venue is becoming more liberal as the days go on with how many guests that we can have. And uh, we'll see. Uh, right now they're capping it at like 60. So it's, it's pretty tight. But, you know, it's – I said this to somebody else the other day. Yesterday I was getting my hair cut for my pictures that are coming up on Sunday. I said there's always going to be a pandemic. There's always going to be a crisis. There's always going to be something that's going to prevent you or give you an excuse not to live your life. Right. Choose what perspective are you going to take on that and how are you going to use these circumstances to your own benefit? And so we're making this uh, the, the most warm and beautiful. I, I'm, I'm doing some things with music that I would never have done uh, if it was just a regular, you know, traditional uh, wedding. Uh, there's going to be just musical acts. We're going to have four separate dance floors. We're going to have some kind of games and stuff like that having to do with and monogram face masks with Jay and Jenny. Of course. Is there going to be an is there going to be a honeymoon? 
That's what I was asking this week. Every day is a honeymoon for Jay's life. No, I mean a traditional it, honeymoon. It's a perpetual honeymoon. Yeah. Like, <laughs> go somewhere? Janine may not let him leave town again. I don't know. I don't. Actually, you know what? It was when Jay's out of town and, and listen, when you can relax, when you can take, I, I am a big proponent of taking some downtime because you will come back better and rested and fresh and clearer and all kinds of things. And I think you, you bring back an energy of excitement um, to re-engage into your normal life once you've had a time to rest. So I'm saying, Jim, let's plan you a honeymoon. <laughs> well, I'm looking well, forward it, to hopefully you guys getting your your conference out, your momentum mindset plan that we've talked about because yeah, there's no we've, better time than the present. We're, we're, we, we just talked about that. Yeah, yeah. So we have more, uh, different pictures and, and music and, and we, because I every every week that goes by that we're seeing this, I know we kind of took a hiatus of the hour show, but we're looking to to do that in earnest this month to come back strong next month. Fantastic. And I'm thinking here bachelor party and uh, everything else. And, and I'm thinking I can't wait to get them up here to get Jay on the piano and Janine to sing in You're person. You're nothing. When she said you were coming, <laughs> I thought you guys are coming here. And I'm like, uh -huh. well, let's out the piano. Then I hear, no, they're going to be a very trusted cell. You know what? But I'm really looking forward that we're now to open up some things and get you guys. Yeah. We're studio. looking forward to it as well. So there's nothing yeah. like having our hosts back in studio. Yes, and I'm going to tell you, they, they could put on a mean little piano session. So I thank you all for all you do. What's on, to, on tonight's, I guess, this afternoon's agenda? Yep. What's on t this afternoon's agenda? Well, here's the thing about Fridays. You know, we always get this stuff in the last second. So we can be planning right now, and then all of a sudden we get this this explosion at the end of the day, which is totally. like, lawyers love to do this stuff for themselves. Like, it's like this Friday afternoon, you know, thing. So uh, we'll see. We're going to keep the smiles on, though. I, I promise you. Yes. I love it. Yes. We are committed to the smile. We love you guys. Thank, Thank you, you so joining. much for having us. Thank you. And, to, uh, and we honor all of the, the people who have who lost their lives on this day. 19 years ago and um keep them close to our hearts and for the heroic efforts of law enforcement and the new york fire department and all of the people who every day march on to keep us safe in this country we're very very fortunate very grateful amen thank you guys so much amen. jay Barrow, and Hi, guys take care bye. Wow. bye you know i'm sitting here and i'm thinking of how many blessings that we have in our life the crew that we have, our hosts, the shows we get to produce, this spectacular studio, the artists, the creativity, new friends that we've met, new segments, new shows, so many, the, our families that support us. I heard you know, something yesterday that I thought, wow, just amazing. They, they support us to do what we do best. And as Brenda said, we really are here to help serve the community and bring positivity. And we work till very late hours in the night, you and I sometimes, with our crew, with Teddy, with Val, with Slick, with Vinny. They're here late with us at nights. And it's not because, you know, they don't have other things to do, but they're here helping all of these segments come to life and fruition. Who's on the board? I think Chenzo is. And Janae and Janine are frozen on the board, which is lovely. Thank That's you, okay. Chenzo, Let's for that. We're good. <laughs> at least switch. she's smiling. So we are very blessed to be able to have all of these Tell things. Tell Vinny to switch the board. Yes. Yes. You hear a word I said? I didn't hear a word you said. 
I was just saying how very blessed, very blessed that you and I, I are to have the amount of things and people <clears throat> in our lives that enable us to do what we do every day, from our hosts to shows that we've had for a long time, to our crew, to new interns, to producers, to segments, and the long hours that we put in and our families deal with us being here until 9 or 30 at night, a lot of nights of the week, to put these pieces together. And then we get up in the morning and we do it again to share messages of everybody. That's right. And you know, <clears throat> everybody does have a message. Everybody does have a voice. We are all the same when it comes to talking what it is we want to get out there. Delivery is important. Content is important. But the biggest important thing is what comes from your heart. And supporting our community. We're going to put those resources out for the VA Women's Benefit, <coughs> the hotline. Select the piece that you created for a 911 attribute coming from our studio is simply spectacular. One of the best pieces I think we have ever put out of here. And nice now piece. he has raised the bar. What He's we in know, trouble. He what we know he it. can do at 4 o'clock in the morning. So those of you who think it's just me and Freddie that stay up to the wee hours of the night emailing mm. and texting you, it is every single one of our crew that comes out of this place, and they truly are a reflection of all that we do. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Today is a faithful, hopeful Friday. So be safe, be kind to each other, hug your family, hug your friends, say you love them, and always come together in peace. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Well, that's about it for today. Even though the show is over, the Brooklyn Cafe is always open for business. You're invited to join the fun every day from 12 to 2. If you missed some of the laughs from today, Dawn and Freddie S. will bring more good cheer next time. You can follow the Brooklyn Cafe on Facebook at the Brooklyn Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. Well, see you next time.
Just a ray of light. 